Welcome to the Innovative Leader Podcast, featuring Christy Geiger, Executive Coach with Synergy Strategies, and David Phillips, Professor, Consultant, and Coach. Hey, we would love to hear from you here at the Innovative Leader Podcast. Christy and I would love to get messages from you to have uh, an idea of what your thoughts are about this podcast. So we would love for you to send us a message at anchor.fm slash innovative leader. Just go there, click on that send a message button. You can record a message straight from your phone or the website. Let us know what you're thinking about what we're sharing. We'd love it specifically about one podcast, and we'll share those messages as we receive them. Thanks so much. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Leader. Christy and I are back. And Christy, did you know that three months from today is Christmas Day? It's right around the corner. Isn't it? It's uh, 925. Uh, as we're recording, and, and of course it's twelve twenty-five, and so it's three months until Christmas, which means that um, we're getting close to the beginning of the new year, um, and this is the year that um, I probably will stay up um, till midnight on December thirty-first, not to um, uh, ring the new year in, but to kiss this year goodbye. Um, just because of COVID and um, everything else that seems to happen, one thing a month in addition to that. (laughs) So uh, with that in mind, we want to talk about uh, leveraging the next 90. Uh, This idea of of, um, taking the next 90 days and and leveraging that time uh, for the beginning of the new year. Uh, we're not talking about planning necessarily. We're not talking about preparing. We're talking about taking these 90 days and leveraging um, that time uh, so that when January 1 kicks off, we're ready to go. Uh, that we, and, and that we have all the structures and all the, everything in place to, um, to make 2021, God, that's hard to say, 2021 a great year. Um, and so today we're going to talk uh, kind of uh, about um, the um, the the what the the how and the who, and uh, so we're going to talk about that. And um, so, Chrissy, give us your thoughts on on why why these next ninety days are so important for our listeners. Yeah, great. So I think that, and it's not rocket science, but if our leaders want to just join us in reflecting, um, a lot of leaders have spent 2020 planning and adapting, planning and adapting, planning and adapting. And um, most leaders, I believe, have been working harder than they usually have responding and sometimes reacting to the events of 2020 with COVID um, this past summer, ups and downs with just, uh, at least in the U.S., cultural um, 
things that have been going on that have created a lot of feelings for our teams, for us personally, for our families. Um, politically, we're in the US, we're in an election year, lots of emotion and volatility around that. Um, so, you know, the world has it too. When we go outside of the US, there's a lot of that um, volatility and just the instability as well, the uncertainty as well. But here in the US, especially, there's just been a lot of that. And so with our business owners and our leaders, I feel like it's easy to kind of get to this point of the year and you almost accidentally become in a survival mode. And yeah. to me, survival is a bad word. Uh, not to make something good or bad, but survival is like a blinking red light word, where it's like, wait a minute, because if you're in survival mode, that, that mode is kind of opposite of the mode that we like to be in. And that mode, yeah. the, the opposite of it is a prosperity mode. It's seeing what's possible. It's seeing potential. It's seeing opportunity. It's grabbing what's in front of us and leveraging it to move forward. And so when we have that, we are much more suited as leaders to lead forward versus when we're in survival, a lot of times we're in that reacting mode. We are actually um, sometimes just in this default mode based on the circumstances and the situations around us. And do you wanna be defined by what's around you or do you wanna define what you're doing? And I think that's what we really have the opportunity for in this yeah. leveraging the next 90. Because really, here we are at the end of September, we're about to tip into Q4. We've got October, November, December, two months that tend to be pretty busy. People get a little uh, erratic there at the end of November, December. Sometimes we close down the whole last week of the year or whatever. And so sometimes we, we try to coast into Q4. But this year, I would like to challenge leaders to go, you know what? Yes, it has been a tough, it's been a tough Q2, Q3. It has been. And don't coast into Q4. Q4 right. is an opportunity for us to look and go, listen, we know nothing's really settled with COVID. We know there's more turbulence in front of us um, with the different things going on. So do not wait for things to be calm and things to be normal or settled before you take charge of what can I do? What can I leverage in the next 90 days, not only to prepare me for 2021, but also to upgrade where I'm at right now? Because all of us have an opportunity to assess and to look back, look where we're at, and look at what do we need to equip ourselves as leaders to lead for 2021, for our team, for our businesses, what is it that you need to really level up in this Q4 in order to prepare to do what you're going to do in 2021? Don't wait, don't coast, but let's go ahead and assess that is kind of my thoughts. How, how do you see the end of the year? Yeah, so the, you know, um, a, a lot of times I would always take that, that week between Christmas and um between Christmas and New Year and, and start planning for the, the new year. But at, at this point in time, um, we really have to, we have to extend that. I think because we have planned, like you said, we've planned 
so much. We've planned, we've tried to execute, we're having to readjust our plan, we're having to re-execute. It's just this cycle of plan and execute, plan and execute, plan and execute. And um, the uncertainty and the chaos of our world has created that that um, structure. And, and at this point um, in, in the year, it really is time to start to start doing something. Um, it is time to start just executing. Um, you know, Seth Godin talks uh, often about you, you just, sometimes you just got to ship. Um, you got to ship your book. You got to ship your product. You got to do it. Um, it doesn't matter necessarily what state it's in. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be the best thing. Uh, and, and ironically, that's, that's really part of the agile framework um, from a software development standpoint. You, you, you do it, then you do iterations to make it better. Um, so I, I think there, there comes a point where we're, we, we, here's this old saying in the South where, you know, pee or get off the pot. You just got to start doing it. Right. Um, and so I think, I think that's where we are. I think these last 90 days give us, or the last 90 days of this year, these next 90 days, give us the ability to, uh, uh, to execute, to try to explore, um, to, to test and, and then so that when 2021 hit January, the, the ball falls on, on, on the end of the year, we're ready to go. Um, and, and to not waste these next 90 days uh, trying to continue to prepare um, because you've been preparing all Q2, Q3, that's all you've been doing is preparing. We, we've got to get to the point where we just start doing. Um, and I think that's, that's huge. I think you're starting to see that uh, within organizations, uh, even big organizations, you start seeing that, um, uh, I think athletics, um, mm-hmm. in, in the last two weeks, or this week, excuse me, this week alone, um, the PAC 12 has decided that they're going to play a, a, a seven game schedule. The Mac, uh, the mid Atlantic conference in football has decided, you know what, we're going to start up, um, uh, big 10, uh, we're going to start up. Uh, and so, and part of that is just pressure. Um, it's obviously it's, it's pressure from an athletic standpoint and, and from a dollar standpoint, we have to start doing something to create revenue, uh, to create momentum. Um, because if not, we're going to get in a cycle, uh, where, where all we're doing is complaining, um, and we're not generating, uh, we're not creating, and we're not moving forward. We're just sitting in that rut. And um, the, the, I, the idea of a rut really is it's a grave that doesn't end. Um, and so, so use this. I think we need to use these next 90 days, uh, leverage them, test, begin to, to, to fill things out, to begin to prepare, uh, not to prepare, but uh, to, to begin to, to um, put things in place so that when, when the new year comes, we're ready to go. Yeah, that's good. And go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, part of that, part of that, um, part of getting those things together is, is really looking back. You, you have to look back to look forward because where we are, uh, is a reflection, uh, of a default drift, uh, for many of us. We're here, uh, and we don't know how we got here. Uh, we can throw out excuses. We can throw out, well, it's COVID. It's, 
it's the job, it's this, it's, it's the chaos. And, and all of that um, on some level is true, but it's how we react and how we respond to those that, um, uh, that get us to where we are. And too often we have habits and systems and processes in place um, that we don't even realize are in place. And so we're just running on autopilot and don't really know how we got to where we, to where we are. And so part of this process, I think, is we have to look back to look forward. Um, and, and when we do that, maybe we can find patterns. Maybe we can find things that um, have crept up in these past two quarters. Uh, maybe it's been all year. Maybe it's been all your life, for that matter, um, that uh, ha- has gotten you to this point. Uh, we don't um, – we don't – gain, we don't get overweight overnight. We don't, um, uh, we don't have hair overnight. We don't, I mean, there are all, all these things that take time and their habits and their processes. Again, and, and most of them are just automatic. We don't even, we don't even realize they're going on. Um, and so I think the first thing we need to do is to look back. And by looking back, we can find those things that we need to change. We need to upgrade. Um, it's, it's personal. Maybe it's on the business side. Um, maybe it's how we deal with our customers. Maybe it's distribution or marketing or, um, or whatever, whatever it is, but look back and then to uncover and discover things, uh, one or two things, uh, because if you start changing everything, uh, then you'll get nothing changed. Uh, I'm pretty convinced of that, that you have to you have to start with one or two things at a time and then build on top of those. But uh, habit stacking, James Clear talks about that um, is kind of a process of habit producing. Um, but then for those things you need to change and then, and, then, um, and then when we figure those out, then we can start making moves. Um, your thoughts on that, Christy? Yeah. I like the concept of looking back to look forward and it makes me think about what are the questions that we ask. So if we look back to look forward, some of those questions might be um, what patterns have developed in the last six to nine months or what patterns am I seeing or noticing? Um, What isn't working right now? Maybe something was working and it's not working anymore. So we're looking to say, okay, what, isn't working that was working. Or maybe we're looking to say, what is working? Maybe there's things that wasn't working that now is working. Common, and I know we've talked about it before too, is just this whole work at home concept. For some people, the work at home concept really isn't working well and they're waiting to get back to the office or they're really thankful they've been able to get back to the office. For other people, working at home has really leveled up their performance and it has really taken them to a new level of life balance. Other people has taken them to a new level of not life balance. So the exact same activity of working at home for other people has been an upgrade for other people has been a downgrade. And that's not the person it's depending on your situation and circumstance and your job. So looking at what isn't working that was, what is now working that wasn't, um, also, I think to that point, like what, what is the default drift? Ha- have I drifted someplace? When you think back 
and you revisit, usually we revisit our goals at the end of the year, but because of this year in particular, it is a great time to go back to those goals that you set in December or January and say, what were my intentions and my goals for this year and where am I at? Because we maybe had set them here and now we're all the way over here. So there is still time in one quarter to recalibrate. And while maybe that vision or the objective that we had isn't fully there, there's still time to recalibrate. So if we can go back and we can look and go, oh, okay, so we wanted to be there. What can I accomplish in 90 days? What piece of that can I accomplish? Yep. And it may be something from your original goals. It may be something like you were saying with the patterns or assessing kind of present state that then we pick what we're working on. Um, I don't, what, what questions come to your mind as you think about what are the questions that you ask yourself when you're looking back, when you're assessing what is going to make the greatest difference? Yeah. So one of the things, I think one of the biggest questions that I try to ask is what am I, so, so take a, take a week, a, a snapshot in your life and write down everything that you do and then take a pause and go, did I even realize I was doing any of this? Uh, I think so often it, it's that drift, it's that default, it's that autom that automatic pilot that we're living on. What am I doing that I don't even know I'm doing? Um, and, and and if you can start looking at that, you can start finding patterns, uh, maybe even of destructive behavior, uh, of healthiness, um, you know, uh, the way you communicate, the way you interact with your staff or your, or your, your team. Um, so just take a snapshot of, of a week or two weeks of your life and ask, did I know I was doing any of this or was it just all habit? And, and not that habit is bad, but because in, if, if it's a good thing, then, um, then you can evaluate that and be, you know what, this is what I do. This is good. Um, if it's a bad thing though, um, then, then we have to start being intentional. We have to start being mindful of everything that we do. Um, and I think just writing, writing those down, um, is huge. Uh, Laura Vanderkamp wrote a book, guys, it's been 10 years ago called 168 hours. And it wasn't a, it's not a time management book, but it's a book on uncovering um, uh, how, wh what's going on in your life, what you're doing, and then how you can be more efficient and how you can get things done uh, with the hours that, that you don't even realize you're wasting. How to leverage the, the time that you have every week um, to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. Um, and so she, one of the things she does is she talks about, you know, making sure you write down everything that you do during the week and, and kind of do this, this schedule for a week and, and then find the hidden time or find the wasted time or the time where, where, you're, where you're not doing anything and leverage that to write a book or to, you know, read or to whatever you need, you know, whatever your goals are. Um, and, and really all you're doing is understanding where you are uh, at, at that snapshot in time. Um, 
and you're, you're being mindful of everything you do. And too often, like I say, too often, we just don't have, we don't have any idea what we're doing because it's just, it's just, we're running on autopilot. So that to me, that's, I always kind of go back to that book and it's, it's something that I try to look at um, during the, the, this, this last quarter of the year um, to try to give me perspective on who I am and what I do. So Uh I think that's a good place to start. Yeah, that's great. Um, Yeah, I think that is, it's an interesting thing to think through a week and what you're actually doing. So another tool I think that could be used too, usually at the end of the year, I'll use the wheel of life, which is a very common development tool. It has the eight slices Mm -hmm. of pie of work, money or finances, uh, usually personal growth, um, fitness, things like that, your health. But I wonder if you could almost take that same wheel, take your circle, divide it into eight pieces. And then as you're asking yourself these questions and you're looking at, uncover what you're doing, where that time is, and at least stretch yourself to find eight different areas that could potentially be upgraded or eight different areas that could be considered as you're like, okay, well, this pattern, I've gotten kind of lazy at night or wow, my wine intake has really increased or my exercise has really increased and that's good. And I think actually I could take it to the next level with this. It could be positive things, negative things, whatever, but to take eight and then always with the wheel, we usually look at the wheel and we go, which one of those areas, if you pick that one area and you really pressed it would make the largest difference even for the other areas. And so in the same way, you could do this inventory of yourself as a personal for your personal growth you could do the inventory for business whatever put all those on the wheel and then pick that one area if you focus on that which one is going to make the greatest difference and then that's your zone to dig into for the next 90 days so now we have that area so let's say we we identified something that we feel like is really going to upgrade us and we're ready to prepare ourselves so then what what would be next yeah. So you put a plan together, right? So we, we create a how, uh, how are we going to attack, um, this particular area, these one or two areas and how, what are we going to put in place in this next 90 days so that, um, when the new year starts and, and, and really, you know, the, the brain likes starts, it likes seasons of starts. New Year's, one of the reasons that people do New Year's resolutions and things like that is because it's new. So, so Daniel Pink has called when, and when is important. The when you start is, is as important as what you do in many cases. Uh, don't start uh, a, a diet in the middle uh, uh, on Wednesday unless it's the first day of the month <laughs> um, because it's just that becomes random and there's uh, but the brain really does like things like first of the month, um, uh, first of the year, uh, you know, quarters. It likes everything. It likes uh, like a, a firm start date. Um, it likes the Memorial Day to Labor Day period. It likes those divisions. And so find, um, uh, de- develop a plan and start it. Uh, develop a plan so that when the first of the year comes, you have already have these things in place. You have uh, the books purchased. You have the routine um, set in place. You have the um, the 
the framework in place that you've you've reached out and you've um, uh, contacted resources to help you um, help you launch to help you uh, achieve those goals. Uh, you, you've got everything in place. So develop a how, and and intrinsic within that is so that, so that when the win comes, you're ready to go. Uh, mm -hmm. so that's that's that second point to create a really to create a plan to get going and to start moving i like that with the start and i agree i think that's very true that we're more motivated when we do have that start point i think another thing in creating the plan is really to write that smart goal and yeah. obviously that's been around for a long time with smart goals but it sticks because it matters so when we actually going back to what you were saying earlier or writing down that goal um, Brian Tracy talks a lot about, and I think other people have too, is writing it in that formula where you put the emotion in it. I feel so excited or I'm so proud or I'm so mm -hmm. relieved or whatever that is that we're writing some kind of an emotion of yeah. how we will feel. We know, and again, in that whole neuropsychology that that taps our um, limbic system and emotional things we remember. And so if we can attach some emotional visual picture will remember that more and then writing that goal as if it's complete is another trick or tip in how we're writing our goals so instead of i will lose 50 pounds it's i'm so proud i now weigh whatever it is right. um you know your target so that you're writing that goal as if it's done with measurable items in it and then also the last tip in a SMART goal is writing, why does it matter? Um, Simon Sinek talks a lot with his start with why, you know, again, we've all, we're all familiar with that, but it's like, don't remember or remember to include that why. Why am I doing this? Why does this matter? What is this gonna do for me? And again, like we were saying earlier, this isn't just about preparing for 2021. This is about activity and readiness so that when 2021 comes we we're ready for the race we've been training right. we're equipped and prepared because we've done the work in order to run a great race in 2021 so what are we doing what do we need to do right now that is going to equip and prepare and you know some people businesses right now maybe your culture is kind of ripping apart at the seams this has been tough yeah. on teams so maybe it's addressing culture maybe it's something in your own leadership um, whatever it is. And I know we're in the season of updating budgets and things like that. There's plenty of things that leaders have on their plate. And at the same time, think about what is it that's going to make a difference and then go ahead and write that down, create that start date. We're proposing really the October, November, December with essentially three months each has a milestone so that we've got this time period of 90 days but really you've got three milestones that you get to put in there because there's the right. first, second, and third 30-day increments, which allow us to get progress and momentum, which is huge. Write that goal down, keep it in front of you, have that timeline so that you kind of understand how quickly do I need to move. Really, the next 90 days are going to go way faster than what we think because yeah. There's kind of the um, U.S. holidays that, that we're used to celebrating here. So Thanksgiving, things like that. There's, there's a couple of hiccups in there that we need to really toe that line in order to keep moving. So exactly. then, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say exactly. And, 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 and we're going to go to the, to the who in a minute. Um, you could actually, 
you know, with the, over the next three months, you could actually take each one of these steps and, and do a month at a time. If, if that helps you that, that maybe you need 30 days to, to, to kind of uncover, look back to look forward. Maybe you need 30 days to, to develop that plan. Maybe you need 30 days to uh, talk about the who that we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, and, but even doing something is better than preparing because we can sit around and prepare uh, for three months and, and not get anything done. Uh, so, right. yeah. yeah. So even the, in the midst of the unknown, there, there's things to do right now. <laughs> exactly. Um, so the last thing we were going to talk about is the who, uh, and that is uh, to find those people uh, who can come around you to help you achieve uh, what your what your plan is. Uh, that we, number one, we can't do it on our own. There is no way. Um, in the midst of chaos and in the midst of life, we cannot do this on our own. So whether it's a spouse, whether it's a a colleague, whether it's a coach, um, a trainer, um, you know, uh, somebody who owns another business and another domain, whatever it is, find some, uh, someone that, that can come around you and help you achieve what you're trying to achieve. And um, so that becomes the who. Uh, is people call it accountability partners. They call it coaches, trainers, whatever it is, find that person uh, to come around you and help you, um, help you do that. Uh -huh. And I think that's huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I think about accountability, um, I always like to think about a teepee and that if you just have one stick and that's your own, your only accountability, like I'm deciding I'm going to do it. And that's all, uh, it's pretty loose versus a teepee really holds together because you've got like 10 sticks all intertwined and inner supporting. Right. And that creates a stronger accountability, a stronger framework to ensure that, that it stays strong versus um, easily being able to get tipped over. So to me, kind of dovetailing a little bit on the how, you've created that timeline with milestones, sometimes we create those on documents and then they're in your computer. Uh, what is in your computer? Typically yeah. your mind will forget as other things come more present in your mind. So print that out, hang that on your wall, change it as your screensaver, put it in the front of your paper calendar. If you're using a paper calendar, whatever it is, somehow take that timeline and make that visual. That is a type of, um, non-human accountability that just keeps it in front of you. Uh, another non-human accountability is going and putting it into your calendar with reminders. So don't let yep. yourself be surprised when it's the end of the month, five days before the end of the month or on the end of every Friday, you know, here's my plan for this month. Where am I at the next Friday? Where's my plan for the month? Where am I at? So every Friday you have a pop-up triggering your mind to revisit, okay, am I on track or I'm not on track? Or on, you know, the 28th, it pops up. You've got two days left. Where, what do you have to finish yet this month? That's creating right. your own accountability. So a calendar with reminders can be that. And then to your point about human accountability, sometimes that's 
collaborating with our team and sharing this goal with the team, having them create their own goals and making that more of an organizational thing can be very powerful and keep you as a leader especially accountable when you're when you're challenging your team we always say that we do better when we teach content versus just learn it as a leader yep. when you implement this accountability with your team you are much more likely to do it yourself versus just an idea that's between you and us and your computer so if you're if you're also passing this down to your team, you're more likely to do it. Um, Grant Cardone is doing a free 10X group on Facebook that's starting. So there's even, you know, Facebook groups that you can go find. Uh, Dave Ramsey has the groups with Entree Entre Leadership, things like that. Like use a network, even if you don't have a team specifically that you're able to share this with. Maybe you're in the middle of budgets and, you, and this would just be distracting, fine. What group can you use? Um, or like you said too, if you have a coach, whatever, that's great. But you know, sometimes using a, a social media group or a mastermind group can be incredibly effective to keep you and those around you moving forward. Absolutely. Yeah, I just I, I just think that for most of us, we can't do it on our own. And we really need we need help uh, in that in those processes, help um, um, help stick into to those tasks, those kinds of things, and it's. Uh, I think it's important that we have someone we can go to and uh, work through those things with. Um, and and plus, they can provide re resources, ideas um, that can that maybe can can take your plan and 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 make it ten x uh, to borrow Grant's um, uh, concept. And uh, <laughs> so, um, you know. Um, so I think you need that who. So it's the, it's the what, it's the how, and the who. Uh, and, and take all of that together and figure out how to leverage the next 90 days so that when January 1st hits, uh, you're rocking and rolling. You're already, you're already, you're not having to, to, to do a startup. You're already in process. Um, you're already launching. You're already engaged. You're already moving forward. Anything else, Christy? No, I think it's good. And just an invitation to leaders as you've been listening to this, maybe there's some ideas that you've had, some questions that you've asked yourself that you'd like to share with other leaders. Put those in the comments. It's really helpful as leaders help leaders. Maybe there's some ideas of things that you thought of that we didn't really mention that you think yep. deserves an inventory or reflection. Put that in the comments. Or maybe there's something else that stood out to you or a strategy that you know really helps you to plan, um, or a tool that really helps you to plan, or a structure that really holds you accountable. Um, as leaders share with other leaders, it makes us all better. So we do wanna hear from you and what's working for you. So post those in the comments and we'd, we'd love to hear what you're doing. Absolutely, and uh, don't forget to, to, to uh, subscribe to the podcast uh, anywhere you get your podcast and um, give us a rating as long as it's good. Um, and uh, that'll help us uh, be seen more. And uh, we look forward to, to bringing you more content and uh, look forward to, uh, to coming to you again. Sounds good. Great... All right, we'll talk to you next week. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye.
Hey, thanks for listening to The Innovative Leader today. You can find us at anchor.fm slash innovative leader. You can find us also at our website, innovativeleader.co. We're on YouTube. We're on Apple Podcast. So anywhere uh, you get your podcasts, uh, you can find us. Also, we'd love for you to rate us at Apple. That way we can uh, we can know what you think of our podcast and it helps us get um, elevated in the listings as well. Also, if you'd like to join uh, and maybe help um, support our podcast, you can do that as well. Go to anchor.fm slash innovative leader and click on um, the support option. And again, don't forget, send us messages about what you think uh, of our podcast today, anchor.fm slash innovative leader.